Welcome to All That Attitude, hosted by me, Addie. Oh my gosh. First off, hello everybody. I hope everyone is having such a fun and happy week. I'm so excited for this episode to go up. I truly love making happy and positive content for everyone to enjoy. So this week's episode is jam-packed with stories and questions all having to do with theater and performing. Now, in my first episode, I mentioned this idea, and many people were excited to hear more about my theatrical endeavors. So here we are. I thought that my theater stories would be a fun topic for today, and I also thought I could answer some questions that I got from my Instagram regarding anything to do with theater and performing. But before we hop into today's episode, I wanted to mention my beauty marks the spot for this week. So I am officially on summer break and I couldn't be happier. This summer is going to be so fun, I just know it. I've been soaking up the sun and reading and it has been the best. Also, this summer, I am so excited to produce more episodes for everyone. I have a lot of ideas that I am so pumped to record, Because really, my whole mission is to give you guys something that is happy, motivating, and hopefully inspiring to brighten up your week. Also, if you have any topics or ideas that you would like to hear me talk about, please send them through my DMs. Or if you know me personally, send me a text message because I really want this podcast to be able to reach and relate to everybody. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Let me set the scene on how I even started getting into performing. I've always been dramatic, not in a negative way, but I've always had my attitude. I am an only child and I I never had had siblings to play with or hang out with, so I have always been creative and coming up with my own fun. I would play with dollies and create scenes and would act out every part with different voices. My dog actually ate Prince Charming's foot for dinner. I know, it was tragic, which created a whole new dilemma and gave me a new topic to talk about with Barbie and my friends. (laughs) Then I realized the power of a wig um, and playing dress up. I was obsessed with playing dress up because once I put on an outfit, I was playing the role of the character I created. Actually, my first wig ever was Belle's wig from Beauty and the Beast. This kind of ties into my first story. So as I mentioned, I had this wig that looked like Belle's hair from Beauty and the Beast. Now, this story takes place around the 4th of July because my mom and I were going to go pick up some fireworks from the fireworks stand. So I decided I was going to wear this wig to go get fireworks. And as you can probably imagine, I look crazy. As a six-year-old, I thought I was Belle and I was just on my normal nightly run to go get fireworks. Little did I know. (laughs) So as we were walking up to the fireworks stand, everybody is staring at me, obviously, because I have this massive wig on and I started to get embarrassed. There was a gust of wind that went straight through my wig and bam, there it was lying on the gravel and all these people were laughing at me. 
my wig was snatched off my head from the wind and I was so embarrassed. I hid my face into my mom's side until I could get back into the car. Little did I know that wig was the first of many to fall off my head. Once I got older, dollies and dress up were no longer my thing, so I got into movie making. I would make short films and edit them on iMovie, and I was so beyond proud of these little short films. I would have an idea and dress up like the character and make up a whole script. It was so much fun, and honestly, the films were pretty good for a second grader. So, I received a question on my Instagram asking, Addie, what made you want to perform? And another question asking, do you ever get nervous? I wanted to answer both of these together because they go hand in hand. Honestly, I really wanted to perform because I felt free from stage fright, which kind of sounds funny. You're probably wondering what the heck that means. Ever since I was a kid, I was always nervous talking in front of a bunch of people as Addie, which is funny because look at me, I'm talking to all of you right now and that is incredible. I'm talking to you all as Addie myself. I'm not playing a character. I'm just me. Once I realized that stage fright really came from when I was myself, I decided to do something about it. I thought that if I could stand in front of a whole audience and do a scene and not be completely nervous, then I know I could in real life. When I was in theater portraying a character, I was a lot less nervous and slowly but surely acting became easier and my stage fright wasn't as strong. Theater brought me out of my shell and has helped me so much in becoming and exuberating Addie, the character, the person, me. The fact that actors and actresses are able to become the character that they are portraying and recall emotions and feelings from their own life and apply them to their role is literally the coolest. So I really enjoyed theater and performing as a whole ever since I was a kid. And to answer the other question, which is, do I ever get nervous? Yes, I get so nervous before a show and any audition. It's mainly because... I want to be able to control my stage fright. In all honesty, theater is a way to challenge myself and it can be applied not just on the stage, but even in my own life. And I enjoy that. Anytime I feel nervous in school or at a social gathering, I always tell myself, okay, Addie, today you are playing the role of a confident, sweet girl who is nice to everyone and is not shy. Even if I'm so nervous and shy, I give myself a role to play and execute it perfectly. Now, take my advice, but don't go changing your character every day. You want to stay authentic to you. But it's okay to play the role of a confident person, even when you feel like you're not. Because trust me, deep down inside all of us is confidence, and all we have to do is tap into it. When I realized that I could audition for the school musical, I begged my parents to let me audition, which this was all happening in third grade. But I begged them to let me audition and let me get into theater. My parents didn't let me audition because my whole life, I was this shy girl. I never wanted to be the center of attention, which by the way, I still don't want to be the center of attention. 
But now I kind of realize that it's kind of fun. It's fun to play a role and everybody enjoy it. So, but I realized third grade was not going to be the year that I was going to be able to be part of the musical. So then came fourth grade. I asked my parents on a Saturday if I could audition for the musical Annie. The only problem was I had to prepare a monologue and a 16-bar song all over the weekend because auditions were that following Tuesday. Mind you, I was completely new to the whole audition process, and I had to memorize both the song and the monologue. So I rehearsed and practiced all weekend, and when the audition came, I landed the role of an orphan. I did it! Way to go, Addie! I was so excited because I memorized everything within a weekend as a fourth grader. My parents were so excited because obviously I had stage fright, but I noticed that I really thrived off my nerves. I caught on that stage and projected and did my audition and was so happy. I knew that from that moment on, I was going to fall in love with the fine arts. I also forgot to mention, I've always been a singer, and I grew up dancing. I would get so nervous singing in front of small groups of people, but being in front of an audience felt so different and comforting. I mentioned earlier that my wig falling off at the fireworks stand was not the only time I would experience a wig malfunction. I have wardrobe malfunctions every show, and I have to wear wigs sometimes, and they don't always stay on just right. Three summers ago, I auditioned for the musical Grease, and I landed the role of Frenchie. Guys, Frenchie was definitely one of my most favorite characters to play because she was so animated and girly, and I really enjoyed the energy that she had and the message she carried throughout the show. If you don't know the musical, Frenchie is one of the pink ladies, and she wants to drop out of high school to become a beautician. In the beginning of the play, Frenchie befriends Sandy, which Sandy is the ingenue, and Frenchie introduces her to the rest of the pink ladies, who are all the quote-unquote cool girls at the school. So it's opening night. We had just rehearsed the beauty school dropout number for the first time. We basically reblocked the whole number right before the show. So it was just me and Alec and the number which he was my guardian angel in the scene, and I was so nervous because I had never rehearsed the scene or the number with my wig on. Now, mind you, this wig was not only pink, but it was a bouffant wig. And to paint the picture better in your mind, it kind of looks like Marge Simpson's blue hair from The Simpsons, only it was pink. This wig I tried on once before, because we purchased it off of Amazon, and I've worn many wigs for shows, so I wasn't too worried about it. Also, not to mention, we had to stuff the inside with stuffing, so it would be a lot more fuller. Anyways, so it's opening night. It's a full house, and the energy was high. In the second act, we are all at this dance, which is the big number in the musical, and before the dance ends, I'm supposed to sneak off the stage and go change into my pink lady outfit and put my wig on for the beauty school dropout number. So I get off stage, I'm putting my clothes on, and nobody was back there to help me do my quick change. Now, quick changes are already stressful. But if you are the only one doing it, 
everything gets a little hectic. As I'm getting my costume on, I start to hear clapping, and I know that I have two seconds to get on that stage before I miss my cue. So I stick my wig on and a single bobby pin in it and ascend the stairs to go up on the platform. Before the beauty school dropout number, there is a scene between Frenchie and some of the T-Birds. Well, I start to go down the steps and I can already feel my wig starting to wobble on my head. Um, it was super heavy and my wig felt like it weighed 50 pounds and it was not secured at all on my head besides that one bobby pin. But let's be honest, what is that one bobby pin going to do? Nothing. Um, as I'm going down the steps of, or of the platform, I'm starting to realize that my wig was not going to stay on. And then I and then I just like I started going down and then guess what happens? My skirt pops open. What the heck? This became my very worst nightmare. The skirt was closed together by a snap, and so I put my hand on my hip to keep my skirt from falling until I could fix it. I'm still going down these steps with my skirt about to fall off and my wig still wobbling. Then I feel my wig going forward about to fall off my head, so I put my hand on the back of my head to keep my wig from falling off. Now I have one hand on my hip, the other on the back of my head to secure both my wig and my skirt. So I casually strike a pose, and I was just trying to stay in character. And the guys on stage notice that I'm this close from dropping my drawers and my wig flying off. So my guy in the musical is named Duty, and in our blocking, we are supposed to go sit on the platform and listen and talk while the scene is going on between the boys. So as we sit down, Duty positions himself where the audience can't see me fiddling with my skirt. That way I could fix it while still being in character. So I get my skirt back on and situate it. And when I go to stand up, it pops open again. And I realize I'm going to have to do a whole musical number with my wig bobbling and my skirt popping. So the guys leave. I do my little monologue and my guardian angel comes in for our song. Alec comes in thrusting his hips, singing Beauty School Dropout, <laughs> and the crowd is going wild. They love it. So during his song, he is supposed to approach me, and I'm supposed to run down spinning left in front of the orchestra and hit the floor and basically just sit there while he's singing his song to me. I start to twirl and run down, and just as I'm about to plop down, my wig goes flying off by Mr. Ferris's feet while he's at the piano. Meanwhile, my skirt drops to my ankles. There I am with Mr. Ferris trying not to laugh and the rest, rest of the orchestra with their mouths wide open and everyone in the audience shocked because they can't tell if I was supposed to have the malfunction. There I was with my hair and a wig cap, so I looked bald and my skirt down by my ankles. Alec comes running down to me and he takes my wig cap off of my head and flings it off stage. Meanwhile, I'm still trying to do my blocking and shimmy up my skirt. Anyways, we had the crowd dying laughing because they knew from the moment I got on stage that something was bound to happen. Little did they know, my wig was going to fly off into the orchestra pit 
and somehow that skirt was going to bust open and fall down by my ankles. Finally, we finished the song and got off stage, and everyone in the cast saw what happened on the monitor backstage. This was definitely my worst stage fright moment ever. I knew that I had to figure out a way to keep my skirt up on my hips and that massive wig on my head. This really all happened because I had less than a minute to run off the stage and get to the other side. And quick change from a prom dress and character shoes, which are little heels, to my pink lady outfit with sneakers and a wig. The next morning, my director actually added in the hopelessly devoted song right after the dance number to give me a little bit more time to change, and a couple people were assigned to help me. I also got a different wig that I was able to bobby pin to my head, and we changed the snap on my skirt for a button instead. So here's my advice. Don't wait until opening night to rehearse with your wig. If you drop your drawers on stage, pick them up so you're not flashing the audience and just have fun with it. These silly wardrobe malfunctions turn into great stories later on. I'll have to find the bouffant wig and post it on my Instagram story so you guys can see what was actually on my head. It was nuts. There were a lot of wardrobe malfunctions in this show just to let you guys know. So let's talk about show choir for a second. Last year, I had a doctor's appointment at the very end of the day, and we had a choir concert right after my appointment. So in show choir, we always get to the school an hour early because we like to get ready together and just hang out. So I'm in the doctor's office, and I was there to get a shot. And last time I had this particular shot, my arm had a knot in it and it was bruising and it was there for a week or two after receiving it. So I was kind of nervous and once the needle went into my arm, literally seconds later I started getting a rash all over my arm from where the needle went in and my face got a rash all over it and I'm starting to feel funny and drowsy. And the nurse left the room right after she gave me the shot, so she had no clue. So my mom had to go and get my doctor because this rash was starting to spread all down my arm, all over my face and my neck. So my doctor and a couple of nurses come into the room and are all so confused why my body was reacting that way. And so they gave me one Allegra and two Benadryls. I was the last patient in the office, and so everyone that was working still came in to see what was going on. So I'm telling the nurses and my doctors, well, my doctor, that I have to go sing for choir, and I was supposed to be going up in a stunt that night. In one of the songs, I had a line to say, and I was going to be put up in a cheer stunt, which we've been practicing for a really long time. So I was telling them that I have to be there, and I can't let my friends in show choir down. I took the two Benadryls and the one Allegra, and my doctor started to pull out two EpiPens from the cabinet. And he was like, Addie, you have to stay here for a little while longer. I'm not letting you leave. I started to get worried because I don't like being late. It makes me really nervous, especially having to go and perform with all these pills that make me drowsy. My doctor finally tells me, okay, Addie, my workers and I need to go home so we won't be in the office. If your rash gets any bigger than this or you feel like you can't breathe, 
stick yourself with one of these EpiPens and go to the hospital. This was very serious because I've been with my doctor since I was a baby and I get allergic reactions and he's never given me an EpiPen or anything like that. They actually they actually marked on my arm when my rash started to spread um, so they knew how large it was. I actually have a video of it. I could probably post it on my Instagram story as well. So my parents wouldn't let me drive. So I got to the green room really late, like the concert was about to start. And I kid you not, I could not keep my eyes open for the life of me. I was super wobbly and couldn't keep my balance. Everyone was really worried for me because we almost took out the stunt because I was at real risk and I really couldn't keep my balance. I told everyone what happened and let my choir director know because my doctor needed everyone to be aware in case something should have happened and I needed an EpiPen. When I finally went up into the stunt during the song, I swear the whole auditorium was spinning, but I made it back down safely and I was able to go home and take a shower and go to sleep. But that was so scary. And I was drugged up on, you know, two Benadryls and Allegra. And just having those EpiPens made me so nervous, especially going up in a cheer stunt. Also, speaking of allergic reactions, this year our school did The Lion King Jr., which The Lion King Jr. I did a while ago and I played Timon. But this year our show choir was the chorus for the show. Not only were we the chorus, but we were the Grassland Chorus. We were required to wear grass hats, grass skirts, and grass bracelets. I get allergic reactions, as I mentioned before, and wearing real grass on my head and all over my body made me break out into hives. And also, my head is very small, and the hat that I got was very big. So I let the costumer know and she said that the theater classes would take care of fixing them. So I actually got very sick that week. I was running really bad fever and felt super sick. So during dress rehearsal, I had to go home because obviously I was ill and we only had one dance number. So it was not a big deal that I was not there. I'm just kidding. It was a big deal because I missed so much blocking and so many little tweaks and changes. So it's opening night and everyone starts putting on their hats for the grassland chant. And I had no clue what everyone was doing. Plus, I couldn't see because it was pitch black backstage. So Amanda, my one of my best friends, she finds my hat and lets me know I have to go all the way to the right wing so I could enter on stage. Well, I completely forgot about this dance number and not to mention I am center stage and in front so everybody can see me. Do you guys remember that grass hat I mentioned? Oh yeah, it never got fixed. So here I am going on stage and my hat does a 180 and ends up down by my chin. This grass is getting everywhere on my face and I can't keep my hat up up on my head. So I fix it real quick and situate my hat back on the top of my head. Then I start doing our dance number and singing and my hat slips to the side of my head covering my ear. Also, this hat was three feet tall and very heavy. 
They used elastic to keep it on our heads, but since my elastic didn't fit my head, my hat was falling all over the place. I actually think there is a picture of my hat falling sideways while I'm front and center. I'll have to find it and show you guys because it's pretty silly. Let's just say show week consisted of a lot of Benadryl and a lot of allergic reactions. Oh, and not to mention, I was very sick during the week of the show. Like, I would get my fever down and everything, but then it would spike again. And with all the lights on stage, it got super hot, and I was getting cold sweats. It was not the best experience, but the show must go on. That one was wild. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I have a lot more stories from theater. I actually wrote them all down on a piece of paper, and there are plenty more to talk about. I'll probably make this into a series on my podcast because there are just so many of them. (laughs) I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, and I'll see you next week on All That Attitude.